This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. What's up, Bell Babies? It's Aaron here. I'm here to talk to you guys about protein. How many of you, raise of hands, uh, were scared of the protein aisle in the grocery store? Would never step foot unless there was like a yummy protein bar that you get in, get out. Okay, that was me. Now, I will say after doing this podcast for a while, after getting to taste and see different proteins, um, it doesn't have to be intimidating. Now, the fact is we all need protein. It is, it is not just about muscles like I thought, okay? It also helps support your bone health and it makes you feel full longer. There's the word here is satiety or satiety, but I always panic right before I say it. So as we go through life, our protein needs, they are changing. So it's important to choose a mix for different life stages. Now, Ritual's Essential Protein is a delicious plant-based protein powder with three distinct formulas designed to meet the body's changing protein needs. So I got into pro, uh, into protein through like protein powders because of Ritual. Um, you guys have heard me talk about it. I like to eat my protein, um, but Ritual actually changed for real, changed my view, and I enjoy having my Ritual protein shake. Um, one of the best parts about Ritual is their super flexible subscription service. So at first it was just me in my house having, having these ritual protein shakes. And then my husband got involved and then I was running out super fast. So I had to go in, make some changes, bada bing, bada boom. Next thing you know, we're both happy. We're both getting all the protein we need to make our little nutrition apps happy and make our bodies healthy. Now, it's also super easy because you just add water to it, shake it up, and drink it. And if it's more than that, I'm out, you know? So this is perfect. It also tastes really good. So there are three different um, shakes like I talked about. There's the daily shake for 18 and up. That is the complete amino acid profile featuring choline, which is an essential nutrient and very common dietary gap. Then there's the daily shake 50 and up adds calcium HMB to the mix, helping to build and maintain muscle mass for healthy, active aging. And then there's the daily shake pregnancy and postpartum. So that one's formulated with extra nutrient support to meet the demands of pregnancy and lactation. So you guys, it's a traceable protein. So with Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, you know the what, the how, and why of every labeled ingredient. It's made with a complete amino acid profile, and it tastes delicious. It's handcrafted vanilla flavor from sustainably harvested Madagascar vanilla bean extract. So you know it's good. And it's packed with 20 grams of protein per serving made from sustainably grown peas regeneratively farmed right here in the U.S. So there's no added sugar or sugar alcohol, soy-free, we're talking gluten-free and non-GMO. If you guys are ready to shake up your protein ritual, 
Our listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash dumbbells. Ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Visit ritual.com slash dumbbells today for 10% off your first three months. Let's start the show. Certified personal trainer and just made a pumpkin loaf. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and beanie wearing. Sunny out but cold guy. <laughs> and you found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. To bring it, oh, committed to bringing you, yeah, you got inspiration, it. motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, dumbbells, let's get dumb. I kept wanting to say certification more. <laughs> certified, and I was like, I, I am, I am, I swear to God, certified. Um, but the uh, sun is right in your face. How are you holding up there? Good. I have the door open just in case my dog wants to. That's really nice. That's really nice of you. My door is shut so that uh, no dogs will come in here. And I hope that by the end, I have a little tiny dog foot under the door. That's my hope. That's cute. It is uh, sad, but cute. Um, what's up, Stanger? Welcome, welcome, welcome. The people well, love you. Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, welcome back to you. Thanks. Uh, big trip for Aaron. Yes. Um, yes. So a couple, honestly. A couple. So the headline for this episode is Hot Girl Walk. Oh yeah, we did it. We both completed the exercise. We did it. We will comment on it. Yes, Aaron will explain it. I learned about it from her. Yes, um, a social I media. Learned, I learned phenomenon. about it from Corey Clifford, one of a, a past guest friend of the pod. Um, the so great Corey take, Clifford. Yeah. Yes, I can't take full responsibility. She keeps me hip and young. Um, so really quick, let's just give a little, some details on that. What, what specifically is it? What constitutes a hot girl walk? And then why, and then what, what was its rise to popularity? Um, and then, and then, uh, we'll, we, you and I will catch up a little bit and then we'll, we'll talk specifically about our experience with it. Okay. So the hot girl walk, uh, listen, it was like a trend on TikTok, I guess. And I, it made it over to the Instagram world. You know how it does. Um, but the term was originally coined by a 23 year old. I don't know if that's the real age, uh, TikToker Mia Lind, who began walking as a part of her daily routine during the pandemic. So this is a four mile walk it like the technical technical hawker walk four miles in a in an hour is the goal um you're encouraged to get up get out go for a long walk alone or with buddies for the purpose of mental and physical health you're supposed to have like positive thoughts in your mind as you do the walk okay. that's supposed to that makes you the hottest um so that's, you know, the mindset of the hot girl walk is apparently what sets it apart from just a regular walk. Cool. Cool. And, and, yeah. And so we, we both did it. We will talk about it. Um, or we did our versions of it, I should say. 
Yes. Um, and then we will talk about that. But before we do, quick catch up with each other. Um, so you recently went on a trip to Peru, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick trip. Do we talk about it a little bit in our the last time we were together? There's yeah. so there'll be a, there'll have been a couple episodes that have come out in between you yeah. when you and I were together and um and when this airs. But um, so you talked about a little bit like what you're doing and the reasons why. Refresher. Um, we just uh, me and my my longtime best friend, comedy partner Melissa. Uh, she was another friend of the podcast. Yep. Yep. She was obsessed and wanted to go to this restaurant in Lima, Peru called Central. Very, very cool restaurant. It's like ranked right now number two in the world. Number one in South America. Wow. So What's number one? I guess it's uh, it's someplace in Johnny the, Rockets. the Netherlands or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. It might have been Johnny Rockets, actually. Thinking back, it was either the Netherlands or Johnny Rockets. Okay. Um, I honestly wish it was Johnny Rockets. Um, so Fuck, number one is Red Robin. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. God, where I spent my childhood. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, man, unlimited fries at that place. You wanted? Yeah. That's how I got where I got to. That's how I got to two hundred twenty-two pounds uh, as a five-eight woman in in college. Free yeah. fries. Um, so it was just this really special restaurant. And we she got a reservation like three months in advance, which is unheard of. It's like takes a year to get into this place. And she was like, you want to go? So I said, sure. But we both have jobs and lives. And so we could only go. We were in Peru for like kind of like four days. It was like the night on the both sides. So it wasn't like a full essentially just to go to this restaurant and then whatever else you could quickly cram in without a lot of thought being like, let's maximize our sunshine there or whatever. It was like, we're just going to fucking get there. We're going to, we're going to check this off the list and have this life experience and go home um, and then go home. (laughs) But we, everyone asked us if we were going to go to Machu Picchu, everyone. And we were like, no, <laughs> we're sorry. Well, you guys are both fit and active, and it is a very fitnessy thing to kind yeah. of go climb that sucker, right? It is, and I will say, looking back, I wish we would have done it because it's a long, long trek to Lima, and then to then not go and to think I, I'll have to if I want to go to Machu Picchu in my life, I'll have to do this flight again. Nah. What is it? So what is the flight? The flight was like from from LAX to um Bogota, Colombia. Uh-huh. And that's like it's like seven hours ish. So it's not really that long, but we flew coach, and I am not trying to be a snob, but like I'm now too old to be in an airplane for seven hours without having any room to myself. Yeah. Well, you're a tall drink of water and, I'm and tall. listen, the, the, they're fitting more seats in these planes. The planes have gotten yeah. not the, it's not the planes have gotten smaller, but your space to exist in the planes has been greatly diminished. Yeah. 
So it was so just it's, it's a combination of getting, you know, s- stiffer joints and then also literally having less space in yeah. there. My knees hurt, my neck hurt, my shoulder, like every part of me was just like, a, it was a nightmare. Um, and then this was like a, uh, like a, an airline that does absolutely nothing for you. We had to pay to carry our bags on the plane. Wow. To take our own bags from point A to point B, we had to pay them money. So it, it was like there was no drinks offered. There was like water and coffee only. The dinner or like the little meal. I can't even call it dinner. It was like a sad, hilarious little meal. Like it was just. What was it? It was like this little. I posted a photo of it in my story. It was like a tiny little bit of chicken, a tiny little bit of vegetables and a tiny little bit of mashed potatoes in this like hoagie sized <laughs> container. And that was it. True. That was it. Uh, a hoagie sized container. <laughs> yeah. It just was shaped like a, like, a like container a that a hoagie would come in. <laughs> yes. Like I thought it was going to be a sandwich and then it was this like little Shit. trifecta of nightmare. Um, Anyways, uh, and that that was so it, from Bogota to um, to Lima, it was like a three hour flight. Um, but we had like long layovers too, so it was like a tough. Even tough. if they're quick, man, it's it's not like you're quickly you know deboarding and then boarding the next right. plane and then shuffling off in a in a rapid pace. It's like right. There's a lot of fucking milling around and yes. being pushed yes. around in line and stuff, and you know. And I, people being you know, all intense with you. I don't speak Spanish and I got like pulled out for a special security. Like I had, like I had gone through security and everything. And then at the gate in Colombia, they were like, you have to be like, you have to go through another security right before the plane. And the sure. guy was like, basically he was like speaking to me rap- rapidly in Spanish. And I was like, I don't speak Spanish. And he, he like tilted his head to the side and he just went, <sighs> And then, which listen, I get, but I, I was just like, I couldn't like, I don't know. Look, look at me, man. I don't like, know. Yeah. And so, um, anyways, he was, he talked to me then in English and we figured it out, but it was a journey. And right. next, if I go again and I go to Machu Picchu, um, I will, I will fly at least comfort. You know, I don't know yeah. first, but I'd love a, a comfort situation with a little more, a little more vibe and space, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, not to be the hacks talking about flying and stuff, but it's also like you want to do first class and you're like, well, what does that cost? $80,000. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. It's like the fucking craziest shit ever. It's like, what, what's <laughs> happening here? Like, what are we, what are we doing to ourselves? And then like literally all the airlines are failing. Like they're all like, <laughs> they're all you know, in trouble. And it's just like, guys, maybe you need to rethink whatever the strategy is. Like it ain't working. It's like you yeah. have either the worst accommodations imaginable or four hundred million dollars to fly yep. first class. And yep. it's just like that. Because you it. know those people in the first class area, they get like a full bed. They get to lay down. Someone's bringing them wine by the bottle. They got like a, a maitre d. And I'm back here like <laughs> eating my little hoagie potatoes. You know, it's just it was a uh, yeah. Because there are people that do okay. That would maybe like a little bit of a in between. You know, it's just right. Like, what? <laughs> 
what is there for me? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm not exactly a fucking Vanderbilt, but uh, you know, I'd also like to not be strapped to the wing of the plane with my fucking <laughs> ass catching all the wind or whatever. For 19 hours, one hour. Yeah. Sure. Like if I'm flying from here to Vegas, sure. put me in the back. I don't care. Whatever. Sure. But yeah, God, just such a, I just needed a, a pillow, you know, I get um, you. I get you. And then the restaurant was amazing. I didn't know Lima was on the Pacific coast. So it's essentially just like LA, but yeah, Lima. And it was so beautiful. I highly recommend that city. Um, it was wonderful. Other than I did get the travel trots. <laughs> yeah. Aaron got the scoots. <laughs> Which let me uh, tell you what the flight back was the darkest day of my life. <laughs> oh, it's the worst, man. <laughs> so that's when I could have really used that first class uh, comfort. You know what I mean? It, so. it, it's uncomfortable having a bug like that at home. Yeah. <laughs> where you have your own, you know, when it's not an away game. Yep. Let alone, you know, you just talked about how horribly uncomfortable, you know, flying is. Yeah. When you got to uh -huh. fucking, you know keep making your way to the bathroom and you're constantly like doing the scout. You have to like pre-scout, like who's over there. What's the line? <laughs> yes. Who's getting up? Oh shit. This person's getting up to go. And another person behind them. And fuck, which, I'm which fuck. line is, which line is the shortest? Who looks like they don't have to go the worst? Like who's going to be yeah. quick? Who do I not want to go in after? Yeah. It's, Except All the while was, when there's a fucking fuse that's lit going to your asshole, you know, to where you can't, you're not going to be able to <laughs> yeah, it's, control the situation. Oh, that's intense, man. dude. So that was so, my experience. So, so apologies, you know, f to this restaurant for having this discussion in the same breath, but what it wasn't from the restaurant. I assume it's just well, from travel in general or who knows. I just, I ate like I didn't, I love ceviche and they, that like Lima has great ceviche. So I had raw fish for three out of eight meals. Yeah. Uh, so you ate raw fish with the reckless abandon. I just went for it. And so I, I will change my, <laughs> I'll change that up. If I go again, Melissa did not. You guys ate the same stuff at the restaurant and she didn't get sick at that restaurant. We ate the same stuff. She has, she has had a mild version of what I'm experiencing, but I'm telling you, like I, if we went to a restaurant, I was ordering ceviche okay. and she would have like a bite. And mm. so she's not in the same wheelhouse as she me. didn't get the same exposure to whatever yes. it is that you did. Yeah. Uh, and so this restaurant was amazing. What was the best thing you ate there? Is it just, it's like a fixed meant you go there, they right. bring out all the shit yeah, and you just go for it. What, it's and like is 14 it, it's, courses. So it's, it is, it is a lot. You're there for like, you're eating for like two hours straight. It's and, little stuff though. They'll bring out shit. That's like on a little yeah. triangle and you eat <laughs> what, you know? Yeah. Yeah, little triangle, little circle. You do have to say the shapes so that they know you're not too drunk because they also <sighs> give you pairings of alcohol. So you're like, you know, so it's a little It's a little sobriety test as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. And you're fitting in a little fucking geometry in there too, yeah. so you better have paid attention. <laughs> yeah, uh, was, thank God for Google. Um, no, it, it was really, I would say I've, 
I have a hard time like even remembering the separate dishes because it was just like I mean, there's 14, but my I think my favorite one was the very first one, but probably because I had never had anything like it, um, which was like clams. and maybe the most the most hungry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was like a little clam dish with this like yummy uh, sauce that was like kind of tangy. I don't even know how mm. to explain it. It mm. was yummy. You should work at the restaurant. <laughs> it's a little clam thing with a yummy thing. Uh, did they do any weird stuff? Any of the, we talked about maybe them having foam, you know, the little. Well, yes, they had this. Well, Jason was making fun of me because I was trying to explain it to him. And it's basically, they bring out this like plate of what looks like rocks and then they open one of them and you realize that it was like more like a like a shell or something and mm. they open it and there's like two little potatoes inside. Oh cool. <laughs> this is so stupid sounding. But and then you took out the potatoes and then you ate you dipped it in this little salsa and then you ate it and it was really yummy. <laughs> Sounds good as hell, dude. I mean, look. If I could have the experience of having, you know, just a couple random potatoes or having them appear to be rocks at first, I would take the rock. I would take the rock presentation. Why not? It was really cool. Like the guy and the guy that op like opened the rock, he like he sold it. You know, yeah. it was really it was really cool. But they like brought out kind of like they brought out this like dried octopus and they were like this is what is inside of this little dish because like like you said mm. the dishes are tiny and you can't always tell what's inside so there's like one dish that they brought out that had three fish heads that had like crazy teeth and it was like part of the piranha family oh neat but and so they like it was like the meat of those guys but we weren't eating the heads of the fish we were just eating the bodies, but we didn't have to see the bodies. It's always good for a piranha to get a little payback. They used to uh, scare <laughs> the shit like out of me as a kid. Scare the shit because the movie versions that I had seen of the piranha was literally like you, like if if there was a couple in a pool with you, like you were dead. They would just eat your flesh your off part. your bones. Yeah. Or like, you know, you'd see like a fucking cow fall in the, like the river or something and it was just gone, you know, like it was just bones. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's the reality of what a piranha can do to you, but. I don't want to know. I don't know. Actually, was, I don't know either if that's the, if that's the level that they can get to, like get you like to bones. To get you to bones, but it mean quick, like yeah. real quick situation. Like seconds, right? That's, you know, according to these films that I saw, um, <laughs> films? and so yeah, films, films. <laughs> um, all, you know, a lot different than those, those fish that will eat you, the dead skin off your feet, um, at a, oh, that are kind that they use at pedicure places. Yeah. Like a little symbiotic. Have you ever had that done? I haven't. I've just seen, you know, I've seen probably Instagram videos of it or something. <laughs> Have you had it Was done? It no, I, I, I don't know that I want to. I don't think I will like it. I think I would hate it. I, I mean, I how much, how much can they get? I mean, you know, listen, my feet have been through it. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know what they could really do for me. 
But wouldn't it be freaky to just have like, like, I don't even know if you could feel it, but maybe you could. Just like their little like. Little mouth, mouths on you or yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's just, it seems a little too creepy to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I the, understand. Thankfully, I didn't eat any of those little guys, so. Eating any of the stinky footfish? <laughs> uh, Ew. I, I hope no one does. Did they do a dessert where they break it open? <laughs> I, you see that no. a lot where they have to like crack some shit open or something to get the dessert out of it. I, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't do that. They did bring us one dish that looked like it was in a dinosaur egg that we opened. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh, your dog came in. Was dog up? came in saying, "What's up?" <laughs> um, no, but but the dessert was like it was like cacao, so it was like not super sugary. Yeah, I wanted like a a chocolate molten lava cake at the end. <laughs> and what if you that's what it. they brought out right at the end? They're just like just like full dessert, on like shitty chili style. It <laughs> yes. was like, wow, is this fucking microwaved. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what have we not done enough? Yeah. So that's that's the that's central in a nutshell. I can you know post a picture I would say so people know what I'm talking about. Central in a dinosaur egg, but um, yeah, you know, there you, you go. Could, you use whatever you want there. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So did you get to do? Did you do any exercise while you're on the trip, or not enough time? Or oh, good guys- question. Thank you for asking. Um, I did work out once in. We stayed in two different hotels. The first one was more like a corporate hotel and that one had a gym. So I worked out one day and um, it was like a typical setup. It had dumbbells. It had like the lat, like the cable machine. Um, but it had this one machine that I haven't seen. And then I told Melissa about it. She was like, oh yeah, I've seen that. And I was like, okay, I haven't. Which it was like where you kind of kneel into this apparatus and then you rock your knees back and forth have you seen this it's like for your abs or something yeah yeah well i thought it was hilarious and i was there was a there was one guy in there with me and he was like an older man and i was having a a fun time watching him exercise because it felt like he had learned some moves from probably like a physical therapist and Mm -hmm. was just like kind of going off book with those like few moves (laughs) <laughs> and then he went over to this knee mo- knee thing and he was just going, he was like a rocking horse. It was hilarious. And I did take a video of him against his will. He did not, uh, he, he did not consent consent. No. Um, but I had to, cause I was like, this is to me very funny. And the most was like, no, that's what that machine is. And I was like, well, I think still funny. Yeah. Those machines are, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of real estate, a lot of space for pretty limited. Yeah. You're like, do we need to dedicate, do? do we need to dedicate this much space <laughs> a for full machine? Yeah. Just put a mat down for people's abs, especially if you're kind of, you listen, if you have all the space in the world and it's a giant facility, fine. But if you're, you know, you're in a, a hotel and it's a gym. Yeah. I don't know. Use it for like a treadmill. Yeah. So, I did. I, um, I, so I did do that. And then I, they had like at the second hotel, they had just like bikes that you could borrow and bring back. And so I did like a long bike ride along the Pacific coast, Pacific, you know, 
I rode along yeah. the water. It was really fun. Yeah. And um, I haven't ridden a bike in like a real bike in so long. And I was like, please, whatever you do, don't fall over and die in a foreign land. So thankfully I didn't. I did go over a speed bump and I did think I was going to fly off of it, but I, I stuck the landing. So, but other than cool. that, just a lot of walking. I hit lots of steps every day and now That's since awesome. I've been home, I really, I have only been walking because I tried to do like a little, I can't really eat a lot right now. And yeah. I have felt it like majorly. And when I tried to do like one little lift day and I should be air quoting lift day. Um, and it was, it, I just felt really fatigued. So electrolyte packets or anything for the first few days, I couldn't even, I could barely even drink water. Um, and I did, I did have like a couple of like liquid IV laying around. Uh, but those are so gross to me. <laughs> so I had like a little bit, but I've just been doing like hot water. And now I can eat a little bit more, but yeah. those first few days I was like eating hot water and bread. Like not yeah. even toast, just like a piece of bread. It was bad. It was yeah, dark. Man. It's, it was it's really tough. Dark. It's tough. So I mean, that's a serious thing. You know, people that people forget about with that kind of stuff is that you can get, you know, severely dehydrated from it. Um, I but know. those, you I, know, sometimes those like specifically mixed electrolyte packets that you mix with water, um, you know, that have like sodium, potassium and, um, magnesium and magnesium. All that yeah, of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, you know, in specific doses, you know, the problem is, is if you can't, if you can't, you know, sip that much water and they're, they don't taste good. They're salty, you know? Yeah. I was, so. I really was like, I should probably just go to like urgent care and get someone to IV me. Cause I can't, I couldn't imagine couldn't keep the fluids down. enough water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but thankfully I'm past that point at least. Good. Turn now. the corner. Yeah, I'm drinking my water. I'm having like, I'm having actual protein. I really have, I've stayed clear from vegetables right now. I'm just like nervous about them. So not really vegetables yet. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see how I feel. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Aaron. Um, I, man, better help. And they want me to talk about a time in my life that it would be, it would have been helpful if life had a user manual. And here are the three I came up with just off the top of my head. Um, having in-laws, um, having a second dog, um, and starting my own business, um, all in the same year. That would uh, that would have been would have been awesome if there was just like if if there is a user manual out there for those three things hit me up. Um, I will say though, the next best thing is having a therapist. Um, also friends that I can talk to, but then they want to also tell me their problems, and I don't always have like answers for them. So the nice thing about therapy is they get to help you navigate everything you want them to help you navigate. Now, navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, 
a new relationship, becoming a parent, and therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause and challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. Now, which that makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of, you know, whatever this thing that life is. Um, I will say, you know, I've been with my therapist for a very long time. And uh, as far as I know, she had never um, been with anyone before that, that had been in a relationship with someone with the spinal cord injury. And she has really helped me navigate my emotions as we've gone through um, what my husband and I have gone through over the last four years. And, you know, I hope she's somewhere with a, with a feather in her cap, knowing that she really helped me uh, through something that she might not have even known she could help someone through. Um, now she's not through BetterHelp, but I know that BetterHelp it's it's one of the world's largest therapy services. It's BetterHelp has matched three million people um, with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available a hundred percent online. Plus, it's affordable. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. What's up, bell babies? Who out there? Um, who out there is thinking about losing their hair? Okay. Listen, my hair is part of my it's who I am. And if I lose my hair, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, what will people say after, you know, the, she's the redhead. What will, what, if I don't have red hair, if I don't have hair, well, what's next? This is something I do think about in the darkness of night. Um, now Revivagen, this is where Revivagen comes in. Okay. Because they hooked it up for me. Now I'm uh, now I think about it less. Okay. So for over 20 years, Revivagen has formulated hair loss treatments with a clinically proven 88% success rate for men and women. The cause of hair loss is usually genetic. So, you know, I'm checking out my parents. They both seem like they've got hair, but my brother's going bald. Sorry, Nathan. Um, but it's true. Um, so I'm like, where's that coming from? Is it the same place? I don't know. Um, but the actual shedding is triggered by a hormone known as DHT, which is a byproduct of testosterone. So Revivagen Scalp Therapy is a topical serum you spray on your scalp that blocks DHT right at the follicle. So it keeps your hair in the growth phase. Now, at best, Revivagen can reverse the balding process back five years. Wow. At minimum, it slows down the shedding and helps maintain what you have. Hair loss is a progressive condition. This is something I, you know, I have seen in the shower since I was, um, you know, a teenager. Once it starts, you're going to keep shedding more and more unless you do something about it. Nutrition, healthy habits, and stress reduction can help, but they are not enough. There are a lot of claims out there about miracle hair loss cures, so it's good to be skeptical. That's why we back up 
our products with a 90 day back money back guarantee. Okay. So 20% off at revivagen.com. I'll spell that for you. It's R E V I V O G E N.com with code dumbbells. Let's get back to the show. Well, I mean, and so this trip overall, did you um, let yourself enjoy it while you were there or were you? I ate a bag of of gummy worms on the way there. <laughs> like, cool. like sour gummy worms. And I was like, this is the most like junk food I've like really let myself eat in a long time. What made you pick those? I don't know. I was in the airport at LAX and I was like, I think I just like wanted something sour trash. Yeah. And trash. I wanted trash. Yeah. So that's what I did. And I ate, I tried to not eat the whole bag in one day, but that I did. (laughs) I did. I did. What kind, um, the trolls brand brand. Yeah. No, it wasn't the trolls brand. It was like some, I'm, you know, some like, Airport good brand. eating. It yeah. was like trying it, it. The bag was like in a like natural colors. Mm. And then the, and then they're like lime green, you know, like very hilariously not, uh, not natural gummy worms. It is also weird when you feel, when you get a huge bag like that and you feel the weight of it, you're like, wow, this is, what this is, is this? All like now I just ate all of that. Now, <laughs> now waste. it waits. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, you know, I, I patted myself pretty good on the front end of this trip <laughs> and I got Gardettos. Have you ever had Gardettos? Have you ever let yourself have Gardettos? I don't know what it is. No. Oh my gosh. It's Melissa called it a fancy Chex mix. Okay. I didn't know that they were fancy. I just, they were like the thing that the cool kids mom had like the good snack house when we're young. Oh yeah. It was like what they had. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, um, different types of pretzels, but they have this like little Brown bread slice in it. That is so yummy. Um, God, I used to try to swindle them away from kids as a kid. I would be like, aren't those so gross? You want to give them to me? (laughs) And then I'd get a lot because it was like the one that had the least in the bag. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was. Yeah, I'm looking them up. I've definitely had these before, but I I would not be able to call it by name, nor would I probably choose to have it. What are your airport snacks? Do you have airport snacks? No, not really. I, nah, I, uh, you know, I used Avocado. to do like. I used to do like, I would be like, oh, I'm just going to watch what I'm doing here and just do like trail mat trail mix. I was going to say trail max <laughs> um, trail mix, but it would be like, you know, tons of peanuts and raisins and it would be like probably yeah. 8,000 calories. And I was like for, <laughs> for like an hour and 42 minute flight, I was like, sure. oh, I'm, I'll fucking, I'm going to fucking starve to death on this thing. I better have some trail mix. <laughs> um, so now I just don't really have anything, but um but they're interesting choice to pick the yeah. gummy worms and Gardettos as like your. I'm just gonna go crazy. I'd probably <laughs> do like some, some like P 
peanut M&Ms or something, you know, I, I don't know. No, I mean, I think to me, peanut M&Ms is like, I'm diving off the deep end, which listen, it's probably if I would have just gotten a bag of peanut M&Ms, I probably would have been just fine. And I wouldn't have had whatever, you know, thousands of calories I had in gummy worms and Cardenas. But that was like, I, I was like, you felt like you could like control the dosage a little more with that I think stuff so. or something. Like, yeah. I like, like it enough, but it's not like I'm going to gobble these up in one minute. Okay. I, I think that I might be it. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. I think I could, I liked it enough, but not so much that I would go crazy. Yeah. Cause for me, like you're, you're, it sounded like you took the brakes off a little bit. And, and so my response was, is like, if I'm going to do that, it's going to be peanut butter M&Ms or peanut M, something like that. Ooh, but, God, yeah. uh, but I understand what you're saying that you're like, Oh, I'll kind of, this is something I can kind of nibble on and I'm not going to be tempted to fucking go ham on this. Yeah. Um, but I, I was wrong about the, I still have Gordetto's left, which I actually should probably throw them away. Um, cause they're just sitting in my backpack, but, the the worms were gone they were probably uh, i probably kept them for like 18 hours but it felt like 40 years and so they went they went bye-bye uh would be funny to make like a little tiny sandwich out of the gardetto's rye bread <laughs> or whatever things and <laughs> that would be fun would yeah be like funny. a little tiny little slice of cheese and like uh <laughs> some turkey on there a little lettuce um Serve it at a fucking central. Hmm. Look at these little <laughs> sandwiches. 15, uh, 15 rounds now, bitch, with this yeah. Gardetto's little Sammy. Hidden in a little tiny, like, uh, uh, water slide park or something. A like little you have to tiny f- water slide park. No, yeah, you did gotta, you ever you see gotta that? You got to find like-, like the little picnic baskets and they're like, there's little sandwiches in here. <laughs> did you ever and see like, that shit. little mouse that made like food? Do you remember this? It was like one of the UCB guys. He like made this little mouse that made little food and this mouse could make this little sandwich. No, that's super cute though. I did like the mouse and the motorcycle, um, which See, was a there book. You I, go. Book little I read mouse. growing up. Did you ever <laughs> read mouse that? On the motorcycle? No, I didn't. Okay. I mean, can you imagine what if I read something you ever had talked about? That would be, <laughs> that would be the day this podcast ends when I finally know what you're talking about. <laughs> Body keeps a score. Do you know that one? Crap. Podcast <laughs> over. Yes. We did it. Uh, let's, so let's transition into hot girl walk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about you, Stinger. Not a ton to report over here. <laughs> um, okay. So hot girl walk. Right. So I maybe didn't do it in its exact, in its exact description in the sense that I did it on a treadmill um, just so that I could kind of control, I could, I, I could control the variables a little bit. Like yeah. I knew exactly how long I was, I, cause I think we were, we had meant to do this for another record and then we couldn't do it. But, um, but I was like, I need to make sure that I'm getting, I wanted to make sure I got the, had the experience of what it felt like getting the four miles in the one hour. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't have time to clock my route. Uh, and so I was like, I'll just do it on a treadmill, which I think it sounds like, you know, in its conception, this, this TikToker kind of designed it to get people outside and have that experience, you know? Um, so, which would be cool. Um, I do like that. It's 
with friends or by yourself or nobody or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, real, real chill, which I think yes. is part of the 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 ease of this. Yeah, ease. Uh, I'll say this. So I did it on a treadmill. Um, I was able to kind of like look at the pace I was going and it'll, you know, you, these treadmills will do the math for you. Like, oh, if you keep walking at this pace, you'll get to this time. So I was able to figure right. out like, this is the pace I need to stay on to make it in an hour. And um, I will say it, it wasn't easy. Like it wasn't like, Oh, no biggie. Like this is just, you know, nothing. Like I was sweating. Like it was like, it was a little, and I was like, shit, this is, it was like, I almost wanted to break into like a little bit of a run. Like it was like a yep. weird kind of like in between, like, you know, when you're, um, when you're a kid and your mom would like, you know, hold you by your hand and you didn't want to <laughs> yes. go where she was going and you were trying to like not move <laughs> your feet, but your feet just automatically move for some reason. Uh -huh. It did feel like that kind of sensation. So I was I'll say surprised that at, you know, like it was like not, it was, let's just say it's not nothing. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. It's easy. Yeah. It's not easy at all. I was going to say like, for me, I, I, when I did do it outside, the only time I was able to do four full miles in an hour was when I was so, so, so angry. <laughs> and that's when I called it a fury walk because I, I don't know it like truly anger was fueling my was my nervous system. Like I just like could not slow down every other time I've had to do kind of a little tiny run to keep up. Cause my, my Apple watch will do the same. Like it will be like, Hey, this is how fast you did a mile. Oh, so gotcha. this is kind of like what your pace is. So I'm like, well, if I gotta, if I'm going to make four in an hour, I gotta be at 15. So like, it has to be under. So I'll, I would like kind of run a little bit to, to get it back to that time. So and, and if I walk outside with no anger, I can't do it. It's like, it's like an hour and seven minutes, an hour and 10 minutes. Like it's really hard to do. And if yeah, I have my dog, have to, forget it. I forget. You have to use, you have to join the dark side. Yep. The dark, um, the walk, the run or fury that I did. I really did call it my fury walk. It was amazing. I did it in like 51 or 52 minutes. Like it was like I was, and I wasn't running. I was talking to my friend and I was just on a tear. I was on something. Tear. I did mad about something. No, I, did. I wish it was something you did that we could bring it up right here on the podcast. Stanger's a fucking bastard. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, that stuff is interesting how that can kind of inform what you're doing. I've, I've been like doing some more, I've never been a big heart rate monitor guy. Like I I'll check in with it, mm -hmm. um, to get these kind of snapshots, but I've been doing some more kind of zone training and percentage of heart rate max stuff recently. And, um, I noticed that like, uh, um, even music, like certain music, it'll be like, oh, that's actually you know, I'm working harder now with this music going than before, like a good, you know, like a pump up song or whatever. Yeah. I've, I feel, you know, I can see it immediately in my heart rate. Um, you know, you forget how kind of powerful, you know, some of that, like the adrenaline and, you know, those, some yeah. of those hormones can be, um, but yeah. So for people that are listening to this and it, you know, it is a funny name, 
you know, hot girl walk and all that. And then um, the way it's described is like, you just kind of, it's pro you, you go say a, like a happy mantra and live your yeah, best life. Did you life. do any any mindset stuff when you were? I think I did. Yeah, walking? I did some. I did some mindset stuff. I that would probably if I did it again, I would probably be a little bit more mindful about that. Yeah. I mean, I was more just probably initially surprised by like, ooh, this is going to be a little bit too do. Like I thought it was going to kind of be a zero day, you know? Sure. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so that like there was a little bit of like getting my bearings, and then um, and then you know, it's it's an hour. Um, and so that's a long time to kind of like mantra something, you know, especially like with how yeah. overstimulated we are now. It's like, yeah, I need a, uh, I need to be switching music or I need a audio book or I need a podcast mm-hmm. or something. And so there might be something to doing this like once a week and actually committing to some kind of mantra, you know, and like turning off all the other bullshit. Um, and that would be like something moving forward. I would maybe try. So I can't say that I 100% committed to, you know, tending to a mantra the whole time. Have you ever done it where you've been fully committed to mantraing? I haven't been able to pair the two. I can't walk that fast and think about stuff in a, like in like a mantra E way, I would say. That's a lot to do at once. So what I have found is if I walk slower, I have my dog or, you know, something, I'm able to kind of like do that version. And then if I'm just walking to walk as fast as I can, then that's what I do. And I just put on, you know, uh, something in my ears and just go. But I I, I haven't found a pairing quite yet. Yeah. I, people will ask me, cause I do sauna a lot. I have a sauna at my house. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, you haven't brought pe- it up in a while, you know, this time. Uh, people will ask like, oh, you, do you meditate in there? And I'm like, it's honestly like for me, like too fucking hot. Like I can't even like fucking, yes. I'm like, ah, like just like, <laughs> just fucking white knuckling it to like make it through. I mean, I could probably do a slightly lesser temperature and, um, and try to like, you know, get a, uh, get a TM or like a meditation sense uh, session in, but I, I can't cause I want it to be so fucking hot in there. What, uh, what's your temperature that you use in there? Um, so it'll read like, you know, 200 degrees. Oh but, my God. But it's probably not, you know, that's, that's, I think I, I have the thermometer or the thermostat up a little higher in the, so it's, it's measuring like the hotter part of the sauna. Okay. Um, so I would say, but I mean, it's still, it's crazy hot. Like it's, yeah, I just, um, I'm asking cause the one I did was like 160, but that was I, a infrared, right? Oh, maybe, maybe those, those are cooler cause they heat you internally. Mine's a, mine's a dry sauna, just like a traditional finished sauna. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's more, but it's I, a little it bit just, more. I couldn't, I couldn't meditate either. I, or I couldn't think of anything other than how many minutes, how many minutes left? How many minutes left? <laughs> yeah. God. Okay. Who? Okay. So, so we're gonna you, try and you to get do- like you get like you do have like um a little bit of adapt tape adapt adaptation that happens to where you get yeah. like adapted to handle the heat more. But then I usually just like will then increase the temperature as opposed <sighs> to you know <laughs> I feel like it's as opposed to meditation. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. Well, why don't you try to try to take it down a notch, Stanger, and then just you know pray to God. Uh, would you ever say like in a movie or sitcom like take it down a notch? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody feel good about that joke when they put it in something? <laughs> <laughs> like the laziest shit ever. Take it down a notch. Yeah. Um like a writer's like, room of like 30 people and like this is what we all agreed on. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I just saw what did what was that movie? Um with Ryan Reynolds and Will Farrell. Oh, the uh, Christmas one or something? Yeah. I didn't I keep wanting to say swingers, but it's oh spirited. Spirited. It was really fun. On Netflix? No, it's on um, Apple TV oh, right Apple. now because it's okay. on. It's out in theaters, and I didn't know that people still go to theaters. So, um, but it's it's Apple TV, but it's fun. You should watch it if you got. Apple is it TV. a expensive rental, like a thirty dollar rental, or is it just on nope. Apple TV? It's just on Apple TV. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So hit it up because I I thought it was gonna maybe suck, but it was really fun. I mean, I like both those guys. I like him too. And then, um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Cool. And then more people in it are fun too. So better than spirited away. I never saw spirited away. Have you? Yeah. Better than this. Yeah. Better than the spirit. It's another, it's like a comic (laughs) book type movie. (laughs) Nope. Haven't seen it better than go one more time. One more spirit movie. Mm hmm. Better than Casper. Oh, I have seen that. We talked about it last time. I know, but maybe, 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 Actually, maybe better maybe. than Casper. Shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. Is there another movie with spirit in the title? There's got to be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> Yeah, you really are. Um, I hope people do the hot girl walk. Here's the thing I do love about the hot girl walk. One, it's easy. It's nice. It's chill. You do not have to go as fast. This is just the, the, this is what she, this one person thought would be a great time and a great way to get people outside. If you walk two miles in an hour, if you roll two hours for one mile, it's it's fun it's nice to get outside it's not as fun to do on a treadmill unless you're really motivated by numbers and that is true for some people um because you can't see it all right there in front of you you can put on a show and just walk um yesterday i did three miles in an hour as i watched gilmore girls in my treadmill in my living room so And it it felt like I had just run a marathon. So it's very accessible. It's fun. It's easy. You don't need any equipment unless you do want to do it on a treadmill then. But you can also march in place for a freaking hour if you want to. So that's why I love it. It has been very mind clearing for me during a very mind crazy time. And so I tell I very much endorse the hot girl walk. Yeah. I mean, there's something to, you know, even if you're, if you're not hitting the exact numbers on it, I would say shooting for them 
can be kind of motivating. And, you know, well, you know, Aaron and I will talk about hit training, high intensity interval training, and there's much made of that. And that has a lot of moving parts and people will think like, oh, I, you know, I'd like something to commit to, but that's, you know, I, 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 I don't want to think about it. I don't want to do the math. I don't want to whatever it. Yeah. So there is something about this that's very, it, you know, maybe even though it is physically kind of difficult, um, this in the sense of accessibility, just in like, you can just kind of plug into it and go, you know, and it's just like, all right, yeah. that's, you know, I'm shooting for four miles in an hour and, you know, you get to wherever you get, but, um, yeah. you know, so you commit to the time or the distance, whatever. Um, and then, you know, try to get the two to meet at some point. Um, but yeah, there is like, you can just fucking do it. And like Aaron was saying, you don't need any equipment. So anywhere you are, it's a good kind of holiday thing. Visiting yeah. family, probably commit. You could convince a sibling or a cousin or an <laughs> uncle or a auntie yeah, or a great auntie. aunt. Anyone that's down, anyone that's down, you could just have them join you. And what a nice little family time. As long yeah. as your family's chill. Yeah. Most Everyone important. Everyone has a chill family, right? Most important, have a chill family. If you don't, <laughs> drug them um <laughs> and then walk for four miles <laughs> dose them with psilocybin i will uh, say the downside to this is it does take an hour not everyone has an hour that you can just go off and do something random or by yourself but it doesn't you can ha half it who cares you can just do one mile i think that walking has been my favorite thing i have taken up since i left my crazy high intensity gym life. And I now have 12,000, 15,000 steps a day. Cause I'm just, when I can, I go outside, I walk around, I enjoy living in Los Angeles and how there's mostly, it's always sunny. So yeah, the joke I made last time was the proclaimer song. Um, but and I stand by that. I can't remember what the specifics were, but I can't either, but I got the reference. We got it in there and it God, felt great finally. to do. Still feels good. Um, all right. Well, we did it. We finally we did, did our hot girl walk episode, everyone. The dumbbells, bell babies have been dying for this day. People have been dying for my take on it. And so I'm glad <laughs> I was able to finally deliver. There it is. Yes. My definitive take on the hot girl walk. I did like it. I was challenged by it. I will do it again. Um, and I think other people should try it too. Uh, yeah. So that's my endorsement. Aaron, Hot you girl walk holidays, baby. Let's do it. Uh, we are late to the trend um, in classic Very. dumbbells yeah. fashion. <laughs> yep. In classic my fashion and Stanger fashion. It's yeah. just how it is, folks. We yeah, got it's like even even like you'd mentioned it was on TikTok, then Instagram, like even Facebook's moved on from it. But now yeah. we're talking about <laughs> Facebook is sleeping on it. It's talking about what's next. And we don't know what's next. We're stuck in the hot girl walk phase. So hit us up. Uh, very cool. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the dumbbells and all our wonderful listeners out there, Corey Clifford for introducing us to the hot girl walk. Um, and everybody out there listening, we'd like to remind you to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. That was a headgum podcast.